Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance and a whole lot more so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com where you can join my newsletter Or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. Welcome back listeners. So this is episode 38. I can't believe I'm nearly 40 and then we'll soon be 50, 52 and then I've done my full year of running a podcast. How exciting. So, I want to talk to you today about limiting beliefs. Starting this podcast, I had a limiting belief about how I didn't know how to do the tech, um, that I couldn't possibly keep it going every week, that, um, you know, I just kind of wasn't good enough. Who was I to think that I could have a podcast? All of those sorts of things. And I'm sure you can begin to recognise some of the things that you say to yourself Um, that keep you stuck or that maybe hold you back in some shape or form and that's what I want to talk to you about today because our inner beliefs and the perceptions that we have of ourselves can play a really big part in whether we progress or not basically they limit the belief that we have about ourselves and our abilities so whether you want to believe this or not, the majority, and I do say the word majority, of those beliefs will have been programmed within us from an early age. Now, if you think about a young person's mind, a baby, a toddler, a little one, the mind between the ages of about naught and seven, it, they have the mind of a sponge. You know, it's the brain's whole purpose is to soak up information from everything that's going on around us. It's how we're programmed. It's how our brains work. It's how we learn. Now, a lot of that learning can be really good, but some of it can be stuck in the past. Some of it might be, I talk a lot about society expectations. So it might have been how society was then. It might be about how, just how things were then. Um, but we take on board all the information that's given to us and that that we pick up from everywhere in our lives, everything that we see, everything we, that we do, all the things that are said to us, our experiences, circumstances, the people around us can include family, friends, parents, teachers, people in the church, people in a youth club, all sorts of different things, different places, and they form our beliefs. So does society, as I've mentioned, television, internet, social media, books, games, the list goes on and on, but you get the idea of what I'm getting at. So we form these beliefs often from positive statements that we hear, from positive information and feedback that we receive, and we create positive inner beliefs which help us to achieve success, help us to believe in ourselves, help us to be able to go out into the world to try things and to do all the things that we do. However, negativity also influences our beliefs. The negative feedback, the negative comments can create negative beliefs and those are the ones that hold us back. 
Those are the ones that limit what we do and limit our success. These negative or limiting beliefs become the things that we believe about ourselves. And whilst these beliefs are not necessarily true, they are things that we end up believing. Let me give you an example. So if we're really little, or well actually even at any time, but if you know, if we're really, really little, if somebody says, oh, that's really stupid, you know, when we come up with an idea, then we might assume that that, that statement is about us. And especially at that younger age, it might have been said about, say, an action or a piece of work. or, But at that young age, there's no ability to differentiate. So it's assumed that that comment is made about ourselves as a person rather than the action. Because naturally, our brains fill in the gaps between what we see, what we hear and what happens around us. So then we start to form that belief about ourselves. So then we start to believe I am stupid rather than that was stupid. And I know the word stupid, I'm saying it a lot. I actually don't like the word very much, but you know, it is it is used quite a lot. And I do hear lots of other people say, you know, those sorts of things. I'm going to come to some of the other beliefs in a minute, but just bear with me while I work through on this particular sort of phrase and then belief. So this kind of I am stupid then becomes like this limiting belief which gets in the way of us achieving our goals, whether we realise it's happening to us or not. It's just something that we end up doing. It's like programming ourselves. Similarly, we might have something about, you know, about something being not enough or not good enough. If you think about when a <laughs> when a child comes running out of school and they've done that painting, you know, the one where they've thought that we're really, really brilliant because they've used all the different colours in the paint palette. And then the reality is that all the different colours in the paint palette comes up with a sort of blacky grey, browny splodge. Right? But they thought they were really brilliant because they've used all the colours and that's fantastic. And it is for them because they've explored, you know, and they've tried everything. And they come running out of school with this big grey, browny, um, black splodge of painting, you know. And really what we need to do is for all the parents to be going... Oh, darling, that's absolutely fantastic. Look at that beautiful painting. Okay? But what can happen is that we might go, what is it? <laughs> or, what's that? Or, what do you want me to do with that? And sometimes, so I'm hoping that, you know, you do the first option where you tell them it's absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. And then you might open it up with something a bit different, like, tell me about your painting. So then you begin to explore the painting with them and they tell you about it. And they'll probably tell you, you know, that there's different things in there that you can't absolutely cannot see. However, it's the message that you get across. So if you've given them a bit more of a negative message, they're going to fill in that gap again. Now, it's not really a conscious thing, but they we just do as human beings. You're just going to have to take my word for it. Um, <laughs> really? Just... just just believe me <laughs> while we're on about beliefs. Um, they're going to take that belief that, um, you know, they've done this marvellous painting that they're really proud of because they've been holding it in front of them and running up to you, beaming with it. So, you know, the body language tells you that they're really pleased with it. And then your sort of body language, your facial expression, your questioning and your phrases tell them something very different to what it is that they believe. So then as human beings, we fill in that gap. 
with it's not good enough, it's not very good, it's rubbish, I can't do painting, etc, etc. Do you see where I'm coming from with that? I hope so. So, those beliefs then begin to affect us as we go through our lives. Now, it doesn't take just one thing. We remember the really good and the really bad. So, it needs, you know, often it needs a few of these things, but sometimes we can, ha we can have a belief formed from just one experience. So then how these beliefs begin to affect us is that they can keep us stuck because we begin to believe that and then we don't ever then step forward and begin to explore anything different. Now, there's a story that I, I do tell people when I'm in my coaching sessions. And I, when I tell you this story, I want you to bear with me. Because actually, if I'm going to tell this story to my eldest daughter, she'd start shouting at me and tell me often how everything's really cruel about this. However, you know, when they used to... Um, when they used to keep elephants and they kept them either, you know, with the circuses or they kept them in, in enclosures and things like that. There's a, the story that we would go is that the baby elephants that are trained not to roam, that have one leg tied to a wooden post and the wooden post is planted in the ground. Now, don't start emailing me loads of messages about how this is cruel and everything. Just bear with me for the purpose of the story, please. Okay. So in the beginning, that baby elephant would try to break free because it just like begin to explore in a natural way, but eventually learned that there's a limit, that it can only go so far, you know, before it comes to the circumference from it being tied to that post or coming up to the fence and things. A bit like horses, you know, when they're in a field and you've got that very gentle electric fence around them, they begin to learn that they can't go past that point. So that then the elephant or maybe the horse in the field, you know, begins to learn that they, they, they're not going to be able to get past that point. As the maybe they get bigger, the elephant, it could probably quite easily break that rope. But it doesn't even bother trying because it's learnt, you know, where its limitations are. And that's what I mean about where we learn where our limitations are. We learn where those, those, those boundaries are really. So that's the kind of story, the example that I, I tell people to help them understand. So even though you are bigger, even though you're not that little child in the playground running out with your splodgy painting, you know, even though you're not that little elephant that's being kept in that sort of enclosure, the same thing happens to us. We learn these beliefs and then we don't even try to change them. They become part of who we are, part of our story. And in order to break free, we have to begin to change those negative beliefs so that we then have positive ones. So that we get then give ourselves the opportunity to try, the opportunity for hope and the opportunity to have a go. So as long as you believe that you cannot accomplish something, that you cannot have a go at things, you just won't, basically. Those inner beliefs define who you are, but the inner beliefs can be changed. And when we let go of those beliefs about ourselves, we're able to respond and see things differently and approach situations differently. And you see, you know, when I work with people, you've probably heard me talk before, you know, that I talk about, well, changing the belief and then we're sort of changing some of those foundations that you have about yourself. But then it also often needs scaffolding for you to then take action to move forward and up and out of those situations that you've been stuck in. 
So if you're ever beginning to say or hear yourself saying to yourself, I can't, for whatever it is, then that's kind of a limiting belief. It's not necessarily true. But if it is your belief and you work within that boundary and that perimeter, then it becomes true. And then sometimes we end up going kind of a, see, I told you I couldn't do that. <laughs> so, we, so I knew I couldn't, you know, I knew I couldn't. I can't go for that promotion because, and you're telling yourself something. As long as it's your belief, then you don't get the promotion because either because you don't try or because you don't wholeheartedly put yourself into it. Or maybe, you you know, you go for the promotion, but you don't prep for the interview because you're still going, well, I can't really anyway. So, you know, there's somebody going to be better than me. Or you just don't go for it anyway because it's safer to stay where you are. Then you're not really going to get that job. Rarely going to get that job. Because those fears and those beliefs, they're designed to keep us safe. However, that safety isn't always about life and death. Sometimes it's just being at ease or being comfortable, you know, or staying within those boundaries and parameters that I've talked about. If you say, oh, well, I can't possibly, you know, promote myself. I can't possibly ask somebody for, I don't know, a pay rise. I can't possibly um, approach that company to see if they'll work with me. You know, because what if they say no? That's another limiting belief. And it's a really common one. And I've talked about this. Often it's about the fear of rejection. I've talked about this in episode 16. So you can, there's, I'll put the link in the show notes, but you can go back and find that. There might be other things, you know, I I can't possibly save money or I can't, you know, I can't run a 5K thing. You know, I just, I can't run. Um, is the thing that you tell yourself. But when you begin to stop listening to the words that you use and the messages that you're saying about yourself or about the things, you look at the reasons that you are giving for not being able to do something, then here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's a story you're telling yourself. It's just a reason. It's an excuse. And I know I know how harsh that might sound, but these excuses are going to be based on those limiting beliefs. So if you want to be able to make changes and keep moving forward and onwards, then we're going to have to look at the tough stuff. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to look at the tough stuff. So listen to your words, write them down if necessary, and then take it up another level to find an overall belief about it. So one of my beliefs was about having a fear of being judged. Now, there might have been something in there in my very, very early life, but where I did was able to really specifically track it back to was when um, I adopted the girls and we were advocating for more help and support for them when we discovered just how severe their early lives had been and how um, it was affecting their ability to get through school and to live, you know, an ordinary life and things. I was advocating with schools, with Ed Sykes, with social workers, with all sorts of different, um, you know, barriers and assessments and things like that. And and really, one of the first things that people were saying to me was they were challenging me and my parenting on the basis of, you're a new parent, you don't know what you're doing, you're making them anxious, you're making them like this, you know, 
you're stopping them, you haven't taught them how to behave, all sorts of things like that. So there was a lot levelled against me, a lot of judgement against me about my parenting. Um, And whilst I didn't let that stop me, because those who know me know that, you know, I don't let things like that stop me, um, and I was advocating for them, um, but... At times, there was, when I ended up starting my business, there were lots of times when I did hold back from putting myself out there. And it was a big change for me and it was very frustrating for me because actually, in my corporate job, I was I was very much kind of a, well, if you don't ask, you don't get. You know, well, I, you know, I'll just say this, they can only say no. When I did work abroad in Tenerife, and I was getting people into business, into into restaurants, and I was doing a lot of the PR work and things like that. I was like, are you looking for somewhere to eat tonight? You know, do you want to come along to this? Uh, do you want to come to this restaurant? Do you want to come and see this band play? You know, do you want to buy a T-shirt? All these types of things. I didn't worry about whether people said yes or no. I didn't worry about what people thought of me. You know, they had a choice. They could come in or not. But then when I was asking about people if they were going to come and work with me, this fear of being judged was coming back in because it had been pretty harsh, actually. Well, extremely harsh. It was shocking the way we were treated when we were asking for help and support. Um, and so that fear of being judged was coming through. And and every now and then it'll still pop up for me for a while, but, you know, it doesn't come up quite so much. But it's a common thing. And... We all have, we will probably all have something that we worry about. You know, I talked in the last episode about dealing with those basic worries, but then when this is stopping you being able to move to the next level, when it's stopping you maybe being able to change jobs, when it's stopping you from going for that promotion, maybe, you know, maybe you don't want to leave that particular company because of whatever that you're telling yourself. Maybe you don't want to stop working with that coach that you're working with even though you've kind of, I say like rinsed them dry, you've got every bit of information out of them, you've moved up, you've progressed, but you still, oh, you feel like you've got a bit of loyalty to them or something like that and you're not ready to move on to the next person. You know, you may be not getting anything out of them, but you you know that you are with somebody else, but you don't leave them. It might be that there's a friendship or a relationship that's not serving you well, but you're worried about leaving, coming away from that. Or pulling away from it. And this is about the limiting beliefs. This is about the things that are holding you back. So you need to change these beliefs in order to be able to grow. In order to be able to move forward. So in a, it's not, they're not easy to do, you know. But in it does take a little bit of work. So when I run through this, here's what you can do. You know, it's not just a like quick crap. Like, this is it, we've done it now. You know, it's it does take a bit of work because you are reprogramming and you've had years of telling yourself of this negative belief. So then it's going to take, it's not going to take years, but it can take a little bit of work to, to come through with this, you know, this new belief. So listen to the words that you are saying and the excuses that you are making and just be honest with yourself about it. Accept that belief that you've been telling yourself, recognise it, even write it down, just take ownership of it if you like. And then you can begin to challenge that belief, you can question it, you can ask is it true, is it really really true, is it true now? What if just a little bit of it doesn't apply anymore? What if it used to be true but it's not true now? What if you got it wrong when you were little or when that stuff happened? 
What if it was just about them people that, you know, like the people that I've mentioned? What if it was just them people? So look for evidence that it, this is not true. Maybe if it's about I'm not good enough, get out all your certificates and your training or, you know, your pay slips that people are paying you to do that stuff. You know, or look into your family for evidence and support. Does it really show that that's not, you know, that's not good enough, that, that, that you haven't worked hard enough or whatever it is that you're telling yourself? Is it? I had this conversation at um, networking last week. You know, somebody's like, I, I need to work... I need to make sure I work really, really hard and do things to the best of my ability. My boss says that I always do loads of really good work. And I said to him, you might want to start believing your boss over you. You know, so maybe look for that evidence that is telling you that actually it's just your core belief. You can begin to write down a new belief. Next to each negative belief, write a new positive belief. So here's an example. How about, I cannot speak in front of people because I'm too shy. Right. How about, I'm a good speaker, I have information that others will want to hear. I might not be confident yet, but I can speak to people about my knowledgeable thing. I know that's an awful lot of words. You can you can knit it down, I just did that off the top of my head, but you know, you can look at it, you can knit it down, you can make it into some, you know, snazzy, neat little phrase that, that counterbalances the one that um, you've been saying to yourself already. Look at these beliefs, you know, say them to yourself, say them out loud. Now, I'm not getting all woo-woo here with big affirmations and things like that, but you're beginning to reprogram your brain. You can't just look at something once and expect it to go in. Um, so you need to be reprogramming your brain. You can, you know, get this new phrase in your mindset and say it to yourself whenever you're feeling perhaps that lack of confidence or that fear of judgment, you know, you might even want to list it or put it in a little note, or stick it in your wallet, keep, stick it on the mirror, put it on your office wall, anything so that you are constantly reprogramming your brain to be thinking a little bit differently. And then have a look and see what success or progress you could achieve if you stop that limiting belief and you begin to think about things in a really different way. And then you're changing those foundations of that belief and that mindset that you have. And then you can begin to make steps to prove to yourself that you can do this thing, that you can do that run, that you can um, do those exercise classes, that you can pass those exams, if my daughter's listening, which she's probably not, you know, but you, you, you don't have to worry about that fear of judgment, you know, all of those things, look at the, what the success is or what progress that you could achieve when you stop limiting yourself through those beliefs that you're, you're thinking about. And then you really can move on and change those beliefs and get take yourself to the next level. So I really hope that that's helpful for you today. If you've got any questions for me, just um, go into the show notes, click through to my website, and you can send me an email on the contact details, or you can drop me a message. And if you have enjoyed this podcast and found it really helpful, please do share with friends that you think will be helpful too. Leave me 
a review, subscribe to get the next episode, and then I'll see you again in that next episode. Bye for now.